Hi everyone, welcome to Narcissism Recovery Podcast. My name is Yitz Epstein. I'm a narcissistic abuse recovery life coach and I'm joined today by Joseph. Joseph, thank you so much for joining me. I appreciate you taking your time out. Yeah, thank you, Yitz. It's been, uh, we haven't seen each other in a while, but uh, I missed you, man, and uh, it's, good, it's good to talk again. Yeah, absolutely, and uh, it's an honor that you're joining me. And uh, just so you guys know, Joseph is a former patient. Uh, we completed the mind map together and um, uh, really has done wonders uh, for Joseph. And we just want to talk a little bit about your healing journey, uh, Joseph. We're gonna, if we can start out, first of all, what was the state of being that you were in uh, when you did reach out uh, to the Psychological Healing Center uh, for the mind map therapy? Well, I remember thinking, you know, and this came to light through, you know, my, my current relationship at the time, and just examining past relationships, I remember feeling like, for some reason, I can't connect to people. Like, that was like, if you were to ask me what my weakness was, you know, one of my weaknesses, like in a job interview, it'd be like, I feel like I can't emotionally connect with people. You know, like, I just feel like there's something missing, and, and why can't I do that? You know, why why can't, and, and why are my, my relationships ending because of this, it seems to be because of this, fact you know and I didn't I didn't know what the answer was like it's like you don't know what you don't know but I just knew that something was wrong and like it would show up in kind of like similar patterns every way and and um I just knew that I, I wanted to address that finally sure and and um you know when you did reach out you mentioned the um the abandonment wound um one of the things about the abandonment wound is that um um you know, it's, it's first of all, it's difficult to identify. Um, and one of the things the mind map is so helpful uh, from what I've found and uh, obviously to working together is that it helps you uh, get clarity um, and get context for why you're doing what you're doing. Why are you feeling these feelings that seemingly are coming uh, from nowhere? Um, so if you can talk a little bit about the, uh, how the mind map system has worked for you and what you found beneficial about the mind map that helped you so much along your journey. Well, it helped me dive into you know, parts of my, you know, brain and emotions and psychology that I didn't even really know was there. And, and um, you know, again, like I, like I said, I came in kind of having a general feeling that something was off, but I didn't even know what it was. So first of all, I kind of addressed that and it gave a name to it. And, and it said, hey, these feelings that you're feeling, first of all, other people go through them. And it's a cause, it's caused by some wounds you suffered as a child. You know, and I was like, yeah, you know, I didn't have that bad of a childhood. Like, yeah, my parents like split up and stuff, and but you know, I was never like physically abused. I was never like sexually abused. So like, it wasn't that bad, you know. But the fact is, it's like, yeah, there was some stuff that that happened that, you know, during my parents' divorce and them fighting a lot, just everybody being mad at each other and being in like basically a hostile environment. You know, as as a child, as a teenager, that that creates certain defense mechanisms, you know, that dictate the way you behave. And, and they're triggered by even seemingly unrelated events, you know, where suddenly something happens that makes you feel abandoned. And all of a sudden, I'm that teenager again in my room where my dad come, comes in, he's yelling at me, and I didn't even know what it was that I did, which is a whole other story, but um, that's a specific one that we got into. But it's like, I'm suddenly that kid again, and then... I have these reactions, it, they're not, they're, they're involuntary, basically, because I'm, I'm completely, completely unaware of why, why I'm acting this way. Um, and so basically the mind map kind of allowed me to go in and look at my childhood, look at my patterns of behavior today, um, the ones that I recognize are harmful, 
and then kind of trace back and figure out why am I doing this to myself? Why am I acting this way? What happened to me as a kid that made me act this way? Yeah, and that's, that's the thing. We, a lot of times we don't realize our, our childhood and, and the effect it has on us, but uh, when we dig deep and we find that, you know what, uh, we, we created a, a, a relationship pattern, we created a personality in many ways surrounding our wounds so that we don't, you know, get hurt again. It makes perfect sense that somebody who keeps getting injured in a specific way will find defense mechanisms and, and will, will, uh, will, will really work hard to, um, to keep everyone at bay to make sure they don't get, uh, you know, those wounds uh, opened up. And, um, you know, as, uh, you know, obviously as, as working together, you know, the, the progress you were able to make by, um, by finally seeing that and working through your wounds um, allowed you to really uh, get some peace because it finally made sense of your pain. Um, and um, what would you say was the biggest um, step, stepping stone along the way that really shifted you into the ability to uh, see yourself as not crazy, but simply someone who has a wound um, that, um, that needed to be worked through? I mean, it was, first of all, having someone to kind of guide me through, back through all these things that like, I didn't want to think about, you know, like all that loneliness I felt and like I said that, you know, being a teenager alone in my room and just all those days surrounding that because that's kind of where I think a lot of the stuff, you know, a lot of my psyche was formed. It was really just diving back into that, you know, with a guide and with someone that, you know, had my back, right? And, and examining all that and reliving it, honestly, you know, stuff that I just didn't want to think about. That I just purposely like, oh, I just don't want to think about that. I'm not gonna think about that. And it's like, well, clearly that's something that you should address, that you should examine. And so it was really just going in and, and looking at those things and, and and having the courage to finally talk about them with somebody um, and hearing them out loud and, and realizing like, yeah, wow, that really did hurt. And it's okay that I was hurt by that. And I see how that's manifesting itself today you know and so yeah the biggest part was just having that kind of guidance through through that process sure yeah i mean it's 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 it makes perfect sense that we want to avoid it too because it's um painful you know and just yeah. also again it's it, the lack of clarity <clears throat> excuse me is is um is going to um make it seem that there's just no way to deal with this and we need to compartmentalize it put in a box uh, and then kind of just get rid of it but it really demands our attention uh, and the more you know, the more you get in touch with with what's in that box of emotions that have been locked away, uh, the better um, the better you're able to really work through the emotions. So, so Joseph, let me ask. Um, now that you've completed the mind map and you know <clears throat> you are kind of moving on to bigger and greater things, what what do you feel like? Uh, how do you feel like your life has changed uh, based on uh, the workings of the mind map and how you're able to get to where you want to go? Well, I'm not afraid of people. You know, like, I'm not afraid of being myself. Like, I know I know who I am, you know? And I don't have questions like the question was, oh, why can't I connect with people? I don't have questions like that anymore because I can connect with people. And I was always able to, you know? It was just, like, I was putting up these walls. And, and um, yeah, so basically, like, it's improved my life in, in the sense that I, I know a lot more about who I am and I have compassion for myself and the stuff I went through. And, and you know, I mentioned earlier, oh, but I wasn't abused physically. You know, I wasn't, yeah, I wasn't, and I'm lucky, you know. But I also understand that, like, there was other trauma in its own sense. And 
and I and I've gotten to like process that, and it's okay that that happened, you know, and 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 I understand that it did and like and how it affected me, and and that's like gives me like a sense of peace, and I don't have these questions anymore, and I don't have a lot of this like anger where I don't know where it's coming from, and I'm able to like. I'm able to actually like feel my emotions and, and, and look at them and enjoy them. Even when they're the negative ones, I'm like, okay, I'm just feeling something right now. Maybe it's, maybe it's because of this. Oh wait, this is that time. It's like that time again or, you know, or I'm this kid, whatever, alone in my room, you know, that kind of thing. But I'm also like, oh wait, I'm not. I'm not that right now. I'm a grown adult, <laughs> you know, in a conversation with like another grown adult. And it's like, oh yeah, it just brings kind of, brings me out of the past and into the present. Maybe even, you know, out of the future and into the present. You know, I'm not like, oh, this hurt this way, so this is how I'm going to protect myself in the future. It's like, oh no, I'm just right here in a room with somebody. And it's peaceful, and it's pleasant, and it's life. Yeah, 100%. And you mentioned one thing I want to bring focus on for a second is you have compassion for yourself because one of the things that happens when you're abandoned specifically is that we blame ourselves and we yeah. we tend to, like you said, defend because um, you know no one understands me, no one gets me, no one, uh, and that really isolates, that disconnects. And one of the main aspects of the mind map is understanding that human connection is really how we how we how we heal, uh, staying present, connecting to the present moment. Um, and uh, trauma does pull us back to the past. It does force us to defend ourselves to a potential future that really doesn't exist outside of our perceptions. Mm -hmm. um, <clears throat> and uh, excuse me. And and so, you know, which really is 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 huge because um, you know a lot of people don't get to that place where they're able to be present because the present moment is too painful. It's too triggering. Yeah. It's too. Um, it reminds you of times when you know you were uh, violated or, or humiliated or shamed or even just neglected, abandoned. So um, the more you get in touch with um, with face your fears of that abandonment and realize that you're right it's just a feeling it's not happening right now you're equal and deserving of love and care just like everybody else uh, and the fact that you don't feel that way is simply because of how you were treated um, it gives you a, a, a really a, a, a technique it gives you some context and ability to see okay well this is not who I am I am not these wounds that's not I don't have to identify with these wounds and therefore I don't have to protect these wounds I can allow them to get some distance from myself and um, and really um, embrace a different way of living which is okay sometimes you're in pain but that doesn't mean that it's always going to be this way yeah. um and um you know one of the things about the mind map which which uh, i am very passionate about is that it doesn't just really uh, heal the relationship with uh other people or partners but really the one with yourself yes yeah. which is really you know like the main one and um so talk about the relationship with yourself how do you feel like you've and you mentioned compassion which is huge what, what else would you say is about the uh, relationship with yourself that is um, that is significantly improved. Well, you know, first I, I think I want to just share the story that I'm, you know that I'm alluding to, and this was like kind of the one things that we kind of got into and examined, and that I think it, it's a good example of like the type of wound and how it can manifest itself. So basically, like you know, so I was a kid, right? I had two younger brothers, um, and you know, in high school, my younger brother he was like a year younger than me. Um, I was, you know, a sophomore, he was a freshman, um, and so one day at lunch, you know, we were at school, and, and my dad would give us these sandwiches that he, that he made for us, that I was, like, pretty sick of at this point, you know, um, and so, you know, when lunch would come, I would just give away my sandwich, and so one lunch, my, my younger brother, you know, he was hanging out with my, like, kind of friend group, and I gave away my sandwich to someone else, and it was to this other kid, and 
And anyways, apparently, um, this, this kid, like, took my sandwich. He took some, like, meat out. He threw it at my brother. Because uh, my brother was a vegetarian. He was just making fun of my brother, right? And I didn't see this. I wasn't aware of any of this. You know, I completely missed that. But, my, you know, my brother thought that I saw that and didn't do anything about it. But, you know, I, I wouldn't. I, of course, I would have, you know, I, I would have defended him. That's what I've, I was raised to do by my dad. And that's what, you know, I'm supposed to do. That's a story that, you know, I've been raised on. And so anyways, you know, we go home and, and we're in the car and Zach kind of had this basically humiliating experience, my younger brother. And so my dad's kind of just asking us, he's like, hey, so how are your sandwiches today? And, you know, first of all, I lied and said, oh, they're good. And that's kind of one, another thing you can examine. That's like me, like avoiding confrontation, being a people pleaser. I don't want to tell my dad, hey, you know what? I don't really like these sandwiches and I'm kind of sick of them. Thank you for making them, but I'd rather not. And you know, you don't have those tools when you're 15, whatever. But that's like, that's now examining as an adult. Anyways, I said, hey, you know, they're good. And so my brother hears this and he hears me basically lie to my dad. And so to him, I not only allowed him to be humiliated, I then lied about it and covered it up. So, you know, we get home and, and I guess what happened was, you know, my brother, he, he was very hurt by this, understandably. He truly believed that that's what happened. He told my dad, this is the story. And again, my perspective is I had no idea that it's happened. So I'm just in my room, you know, alone, and I'm 15. And just to give context, and my parents were fighting all the time. My dad was mad. My parents were splitting up. He had a lot of anger, you know, and I get that now. But anyways, he kind of, he just came in my room and started yelling at me, you know, like, why, you don't defend your brother? Like, what's wrong with you? You know, that kind of thing. And I had no idea what he was even talking about. You know, so here I am in my room, you know, basically just get accosted you know by my protector who's telling me that I failed my one duty to protect my younger brother and I don't even know why and so it's it was I think it was in that moment that I learned this is a hostile world you are not safe in your room you are not your brother doesn't believe in you who you can't protect your dad doesn't believe you I don't know where my mom was at the time you know you are completely alone. No one has your back. This is a hostile world, and you are out for yourself. And that's, that's what I learned in that moment. And I internalized that, and I, and I, you know, I freaked out. I punched my hand through a window. I, you know, I got to the point where I, I hurt myself. That was my reaction. And so it's that kind of specific wound that I, I didn't want to think about that shit for years until like we, we kind of got into it. I didn't even know about that story and then I started talking and I was like oh shit and then I see like that's that's that was how I viewed the world and it started from stuff like that that happened when I was a kid and it's like now I'm going out into the world thinking like oh I literally thought that like oh every you know you're just alone I'm alone we don't need to connect because why do you have something I need maybe then we can talk if not whatever and I accept that you don't want to connect with me. And that was just how I dealt with everybody. You know, I still had friends, but like deep down, it was really just like, oh, okay, but you know, we're not, you just, you're, you're your own self. I'm myself because we're in a hostile world. We don't connect. You don't have my back. I don't need to have yours. And I'm a failure, you know, for not being able to do that. But like, and I shame myself, mm-hmm. yeah. you know. 100%. And thank you for sharing that because that is a, first of all, a profoundly, uh, illustrious example of the way um, these very painful experiences that seemingly are, 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 are uh, small and insignificant shape 
the way you view things, your psyche, and, the, and how you interact with the world, and really how you view the world. Um, and Rich is why, you know, one of the things we talk about with the mind map system is crack lens of perception, which is your your, your inability to get clarity on, on what's really going on. You're, yeah. you're very much a clouded judgment, which is really based on the fact that, uh, on things you learn and internalize, like you said, on, on how the world must be based on how I feel. Um, and, you know, part of the healing journey is, you know, kind of wiping clean that, that those glasses, those, those yeah. really dark colored glasses and realizing that, um, you know, your perceptions might be wrong. Uh, not that you're a bad person, but you might be inaccurately viewing the world. And yeah. why would that be the case? Well, because of the way you're treated. And if you're treated poorly, you believe that your poor treatment is an indication of who you are as a person because of course we can't be challenging dad and mom at that age especially if they're intimidating so yeah you self-harm you self-destruct you turn on yourself because where else are you supposed to turn on uh and the fact that you were able to kind of push that that inner critic that 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 sense of self-blame off of yourself and realizing that that is not rightly towards yourself and really that should be torn towards the perpetrator or whoever caused you to feel that way relieves you of that of that and, and ultimately allows you to be at peace because you yeah. realize yeah. you know I know who I am and that's not me um, which ultimately speaking when we say healing you know what do we mean by healing from childhood abuse or healing from narcissistic abuse or healing from abandonment uh, what we're saying is is that in order to what does healing mean it means becoming your own person becoming an individual growing yeah. up to become an adult uh, part of what trauma does is it, it, it significantly, significantly damages your ability to become a self-individuated adult because you're so busy worrying about what other people think, what other people are going to do to you, yeah. uh, and then you can't really live your life. You can't really be you and be successful because you're too busy using all that energy, that time, that focus, uh, really your whole life to not get hurt, um, which really essentially is a victim consciousness that seeps in because... You need to protect yourself if, because you're a victim and everyone else is out to you know, get. But what, really what, it do, what, what the mind map um, does and, and helps do is, is help you connect. Like you mentioned, uh, the inability to connect is really a killer. Uh, emotionally speaking, we need to connect. We're wired to connect. We're meant to connect. Um, we're meant to connect in a way that, that, that makes us feel safe and, and, and comfortable and feel fulfilled. And this just doesn't happen when you're abandoned because you cannot connect in a way. Because you know what? To a certain degree, you're right. No one really does understand you. Uh, but by kind of coming out of your of your of your shell, you're able to get to that place where uh, you're comfortable being yourself, and you don't you're not worried about other people's other people's judgments. And um, so I'll 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 ask to kind of further us along. And um, first, of all, I want to say thank you again for coming out uh, and doing this interview. Um, I know how vulnerable and and, uh, and and courageous it is to do this. Um, so again, thank you for that. Um, so I'll ask if you can if you can maybe share. Uh, what you feel if you were to tell somebody hey I know you're hurting uh, you know there's this mind math therapy or there, or ultimately you know you want to check in with your wounds not necessarily mind math therapy of course there's other systems out there but uh, what would you say to someone who you see hurting uh, you they're in pain uh, you know you want to help them uh, how would you describe to them uh, to help them become aware that really uh, there might be more than that's going on below the surface uh, specifically wounds of childhood mm. Well, you know, I tell them, um, you know, it's, you don't have to be afraid, you know, there's, there's some things, you know, that you do need to fear if you're in physical danger, you know, there's fear, but a lot of the fear that we face every day is self-imposed, at least that was what, how it was for me, you know, I could be sitting in a room in fear that someone's going to come in and, and start yelling at me, you know, but you know, if I were to tell myself, like, dude, you don't have to be afraid of that, you know, and I, and I would say that to other people, it's like, 
because a, a lot of I think you know what the trauma does and, and it's you know the most negative the way we make the worst decisions is, is through fear you know and like I'd say hey like there's not as much to be afraid of in the world as you think there is you know and that maybe that sounds and that sounds ridiculous like I know like six you know a couple years ago so someone told me that I'd be like yeah, yeah there is government spying on us man like you know that kind of thing and like this whole spiral yep. thing and that all just stems from like childhood wounds that are unresolved I think yeah you know yeah I couldn't agree more and, and, and that would be excellent advice really because what 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 screws us up most in life in my personal opinion um, is the perceptions of of what uh, you know of what others can do to us yeah uh, when we clear that up and we, we come from a consciousness of you know love and care and, and respect and really just connection we realize that everyone's got their own stuff and yeah. chances are they're thinking about their own stuff 99% yeah. of the time yeah and again not to not to say that no one cares because ultimately uh, you know there are people we all you know we're all in this, in this together but um, ultimately speaking that you know it, when you are stuck in your own world protecting yourself you're not living your life you're you're yeah. running from life and um and then you have to fight up against that programming and that, that those defenses to live your life so um along the same lines i would even add just um you know protecting yourself from life um is, is you know we, we don't get out of here alive we're all gonna so yeah. do what you can to face your fear face your pain and believe it or not as difficult as it might seem there's a life out there if you do face your pain and wounds and, and fears that is beautiful and I'm living proof, you know? Yeah. So, um, thank you, jo uh, Joseph, for coming in. Uh, it's an honor and pleasure that you, uh, that you joined me today. Um, and, um, uh, you know, like Joseph, many others who have benefited from, benefited from the mind map have seen that um, when you do face your fears, when you do face your pain, your, your, your belief system, your, your defense mechanisms, and realize that, you know, life is not in your head. Life is, life is with people. Life is with, um, yeah. life is with, you know, just uh, being vulnerable, being open. And, you know, maybe you'll get hurt, but ultimately speaking, uh, you'll learn and, you'll, and you can heal. There's a method of therapy. There's a method. There's ways to heal. You don't have to run around your whole life uh, defending yourself. Um, so, uh, so, Joseph, thank you for, for coming in. Any, uh, any last words before we finish up? Well, yeah. I mean, what I learned is I'm not that failure of an older brother that I somehow came to believe I was, you know? And for anybody listening, if that kind of strikes something in you, you're not a failure either. It's probably in your own head. It is in your own head. And you don't have to think that way. And I don't anymore. And it's changed my life, you know? And that's, and Yitz is the one who guided me through that, man. Thank you. Of course, it's my honor and my pleasure. And um, yeah, I mean, I just, first of all, I will say a, tes a, te a testament to your courage and strength and uh, ability to face your fears. Uh, you know, we don't do much. We only guide. Uh, yeah. You got to heal yourself. We help you do that and yeah. get the clarity. So uh, thank you for being so courageous on your journey and showing others, being like an example of, uh, to others who have been abandoned, who have been sexually, physically abused, and, uh, you know, have been neglected, have been smothered, that there is hope. And um, if this does nothing else, if this interview does nothing else but offer some hope to people, um, uh, that, that, that healing is available and out there, then, then so be it. So um, thank you guys so much for, for joining us. If you are interested in coaching therapy, if you're interested in doing the mind map with myself, uh, please reach out. I can be reached at YITZ, Y-I-T-Z, at psychologicalhealingcenter.com. My phone number, 252-696-4852. Uh, please feel free to like and share this podcast to anyone you know who's struggling to help them uh, and guide them along their healing journey. So thank you guys again and all the best.